Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Roz and Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hello, my lovelies. I'm super, super excited to be back in front of the microphone for you this week. And I have a really good episode for you. So as most of you know, and most of you that may or may not know, if you did not listen to last week's episode, then you know that I went back to counseling. And in the episode, I explained over how... The last two months have been just pretty, pretty draining, to be honest, y'all, and have not been in the best emotional space and have not been very motivated as well as just in a space where I have felt like I could pour out. I have felt like I could give and I can feel like I was honestly just in a place of close connection to our father. And so because of that, It was causing me to have like a whirlwind of different emotions. Of course, most of you know that now I am pregnant. And so that within itself has been a new transition, which has been so exciting. And my pregnancy has been amazing. But just in general, the concerns you just have in general about a baby and all of those things. And so because of that, I have just felt very, very much so in a dry spiritual place, if I'm being honest, just not motivated to pick up the Bible, not motivated to have my routine and prayer time with God. And to be honest, there were a lot of different things that were happening that I I can't pinpoint to say that was causing it, but just the slew of emotions and kind of the way that I have perceived it is because of all of the worries that are obviously happening in the world and in general with me personally, there's no there was no focus when I got in front of God. And so because of that and because my relationship with God is super close to him, when I feel like I'm not connecting to him, it throws a lot of me off. Um, I can't always say that that's probably the healthiest place to be in because it does it does impact me a lot. But I will say I do know God enough to know that he never leaves me and I know my identity in him. And so I think just getting back to a place of believing and trusting again and really, really just being reminded of the love of God was something that I really wanted. And so because of that, I've taken the steps, of course, like going back to therapy, but also too, I invested in a conference from a woman named Tiffany Montgomery. If you're not familiar with her, I'll leave her Instagram 
in my description. Please follow her. She is such a phenomenal woman of God. And she did a conference as an entrepreneurial conference I went to last year in person. And it's a conference for people who have businesses and or just believe that they are entrepreneurial or will eventually be entrepreneurs. And she does this conference every every year. And so even though it's an entrepreneurial conference, the entire conference is centered around God. And her perspective is we have to keep God in the forefront of everything we do because from that flows everything, our businesses, our lives. And because he is CEO over everything, we have to give honor and honor to him and just really be, she really talks a lot about being in relationship with God and making him the head of your life. And so I went to the virtual conference this week. It was Wednesday and Thursday. And I actually came into the conference not with a lot of expectation um, as much as I did last year, and it was virtual. And so I attended virtually the first day, and I could tell the first day, and just to describe this, it's a very powerful conference. I can't really put into words um, what it is. And I, and I'll describe it in a sense of if when you've been to not just play church, but really, really having an encounter with God where you feel his love in a way that you've, that you can't describe it. And those encounters, I can't say happen often, but for me, I know when I especially have them in my secret place with God where I'm just like boohoo's not crying, but just more so when my heart is postured in a way to receive his love and just worship God and, and receive a good word from him, I can feel such a presence from God. And so because of that, I think Tiffany caters to that. Um, she she really crafts the conference to allow, allow God's presence to be um, in the forefront, but also provide word to people that is biblical. And so I, I attended Wednesday and I remember thinking on Wednesday, I'm struggling even receiving the good things that they're saying about God. And it was very weird to me because I also recognized, again, I had been struggling to pick up my words, struggling to get into prayer and just feel God's presence. And so to hear people say and talk about the goodness of God, how much he restores us, how much he loves us. It was hard for me to receive because like I told y'all last week, most of the time when I feel like spiritually I'm dry or spiritually I'm you just not feeling it or whatever, I associate that or even hard seasons and things are hard and challenging. I associate that as I'm doing something wrong instead of standing on God's word and standing on what I know, even though the circumstances are challenging, I cannot be shaken by them because I have to remember that God is not a man which he would lie, but also he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if his word says these things of who we are and who he is to us, why would my emotions be so shaken and also put in a place where I associate a a hard season as me doing something wrong? And so I know that I've been in a place where I have not believed I have not trusted and I've also been consumed with worry. And so hearing all these things and hearing and most of the time when you hear 
people talk about God or you hear sermons, it's always like they're shooting you with correction. They're shooting you with a lot of, we should be doing this, we should be doing that, we should be doing this. And it comes in a frame of like a lot of shame where, where it creates this, this culture and also this, this, this um, level of heaviness on God's people that we also begin to associate the shame with that's who God is. And so I was hearing them just talk about the love of God and that no matter what we've done, he's always available to us. And that no matter what situation we feel so heavy by, that God is a restorer and that God is one who will take our worries and make them into beauty. Like hearing those things and hearing them and knowing the place I was in, there was no comprehension of, I hear what you're saying and I'm receiving it. It was just, this doesn't feel right and I can't even fathom receiving goodness because I've been in such a broken and dry place. And so over that first day, just hearing it, even though I took a lot of notes and I listened and I understood what the, the speakers were speaking about, it was still challenging to receive. And so I left the first day very full, but still in a place of God, I just want to be able to feel your presence. I want to be able to believe what I'm hearing. I want to be able to, it's almost like if somebody gives you a compliment, you spent so much time going to pick out this outfit and you still don't like it. And somebody gives you a compliment and you immediately lash back with, oh, I don't feel cute. Or, oh, I don't feel that way. Or or somebody tells you you're such a great person. And you're like, oh, I could never be that. Because you don't even believe in yourself what value you have. And so that was just kind of where I was a little bit. Just having a difficult time even receiving the goodness of my father. Receiving the good news of Jesus. Receiving the good news of why Jesus died on the cross for me was still hard for me to receive. And I even am hearing this as I'm saying this out to you. If this is hard for you to even to hear me say, but you can relate, just keep listening to this. So continue to go on Thursday. On Thursday, there was um, a number of different speakers. But what was different for me this time was... I listened with an ear of, God, I know that you love me and you wouldn't allow me to not feel your presence in a way that, what am I trying to say? I just came in with a different expectation the next day. It was very good the first day, but I really wanted to experience something the next day. So the next day they had um, different speakers. One of the speakers, I really liked the way she talked. And her name was Patrice Washington from the Redefining Wealth podcast. I really liked the way she talked. She shared her testimony. And what her testimony did for me was she talked about her just having to go through struggles during the recession with her business and how God literally took that broken place and created what is before her now, which is this podcast, this business and multiple businesses that she can now build generational wealth with. And it reminded me of how much for me, I downplay my testimony, but also too, or have downplayed my testimony. I ain't gonna say I always have downplayed it because there wouldn't be a podcast if I downplayed it. But how much sometimes within myself, I don't believe 
I can be worthy of sharing God's goodness because there are some days that I don't always feel it. And what it reminded me of was that there is nothing that can separate what I'm going through can separate. Nothing can separate what I'm going through doesn't separate me from God. That was the session that I was like, you're present no matter where I'm at. You're present no matter how low I feel to the highest of heights. You are always present. So then as the sessions continued, I remember just thinking at one point, like, I feel getting, I feel like I'm getting full. Like, I feel like I'm physically full of word. The last session was a session where, um, this girl, uh, her name was, oh, there were two speakers. There was one speaker who just gave a, like, I can't even describe. I literally can't describe. She was from, she's from Nigeria and home girl. Her name is EC. I don't even know, sis. She gave a word that I was like, I have to buy the recording just to listen to this one particular session over again. Like it was just that good. But what she did was spoke to my purpose, which I know what my purpose is in God is to be his daughter and everything else flows from that, but specifically spoke to an identity that I know the father has called me to that I have not taken up out of fear. Just truly out of fear of God. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lord, okay, can we just back up? But see, I've known this since I was like 18 years old. So she spoke to a place of where I knew. And I was like, "Mm, sis, you are speaking to me. And that's when I knew you are not far from me. You are so close. You're so intimately here that it doesn't matter that I'm in a dry place. It doesn't matter that I may feel like you aren't here. It doesn't matter if I have been so angry about whatever is happening that I've been angry towards you. It doesn't matter to you, God. Like that doesn't even matter to you because you care so much about my soul. Like you care so much about my soul, not whatever is happening around me, not whatever is going on with family, not whatever is happening in my head about finances, not nothing in my life. Like it doesn't matter. You care so much about every part of that, but more than anything, God, you care about my soul. You care about who I am internally. You care about how I feel internally. You care about how I think internally. It it was all becoming a thing of like, you care about my mind, my heart, my soul, and, and then everything else around me. So as this was going into her little spiel, I was like, this was what I needed, what I needed. And so then we went into the uh, last session, which was so powerful, but we ended off in prayer and it was a space where I finally felt like, God, I surrender to you and I repent for feeling like I have control over my life, my circumstances, my mental space, even going back to therapy, like feeling like I had some level of control because even in that, I still don't have control. I don't have control of nothing but nothing. And so because of that, 
I surrender, God. I don't know what this looks like to let it go. I do recognize that I am a fixer and I like to fix things over. You know, I like a level of control. I'm very meticulous. But also, too, God, I don't have control. I don't have control. And so with that, I I just stepped into surrender. And what that led into was a full-on experience of tears and snot and a lot of prayer and a lot of just me laying myself out with, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what I have to do to seek your face. I don't care what it looks like to have to bow down to you again. I don't even care if you say, stop whatever you're doing and worship. I don't care, Father. I don't care. I want you to be proud and I want you to be, I want to know that you love me and I want to believe that you love me. And so, so basically what happened, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, because this podcast was not what I intended to talk about this. But anyway, I was reminded that one moment in God's presence can change everything. I don't know what that one moment may look like for you. And you may desire, because what I described to my friends was saying, basically was like, it was almost like I was seeking for a cup of water and I was drinking everything, but I was drinking juice, everything, but I could not get water. And when I was able to actually drink the water for the first time in months, it felt like my soul was refreshed in a way that I cannot put into words. I legit cannot describe to you what it feels like. But the scripture that kept coming to my mind was Psalms 23, when it says that um, God restores our soul. And following that experience one I was really tired okay because like let's be honest being in God's presence girl you be tired okay I'm just gonna say but following that I found myself on Thursday evening wanting to pick up my Bible digging into scripture wanting to be in worship Friday woke up Friday and like turned on worship music while I was cooking breakfast. And then after I ate, just like boo-hoo cried again this morning. Um, just desi- this thirst, this thirst, this thirst for the word, this desire and thirst for the word. And I say all this to say, because I know there are a lot of people that, um, again, may or may not uh, have experienced like that full-on like presence moment. But what I realized was that I can get the presence in my word. And what I also wanted to understand from the father was that I just wanted you to speak to me, but you superseded that and gave me a comfort and a love that I have literally just been, I've been seeking. And I don't think, and I say this to say like, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I and I don't think that there's a ever going to be a I've arrived moment. There's just it's just you're not going to ever be one hundred percent on it. Like you're just not. And I think that when we get that way, we function in pride. But truly, what I felt again was just another experience where I was humbled by 
the presence of the father. And I also recognize that he wanted to shower me with love. But because I just wasn't in a place to feel like I could even I could I could receive it. I struggled with one struggled with getting struggled with just wanting to get it. And and so let me see what I'm trying to say. So I say all this to say because I know it's like, okay, girl, well, how do we get that? Truly, honestly, sis, I believe it's a lot about just recognizing we need God, recognizing we need him and being okay with fully letting go of control. Um, I'm going to link the YouTube artist that uh, or a couple of her songs that I've been listening to lately. They are... Um, Shout out to my sis, China. She kind of told me that, you know, African artists are, you know, they, they have pure worship. But sis, I didn't know. I didn't know. So, you know, we have traditional gospel music in America. But um, these these YouTube videos I'm going to link below literally ushered God's presence into my quiet time with him. I don't know what it was, but baby girl, I don't know. These Nigerians, they were just in worship and I could just feel it was thick. It was wordy. It was meaty. It was what I needed. And I think I'm at a place now where I desire authentic worship, authentic word from God. I desire authenticity of who God is not these fancy old and this is just to be honest not these like fancy thrown in the air sermons that that to me don't speak to the heart of for me what I need from God I want I want like the heartiness of knowing and something that challenges me to push me to seek him, not in a way of just like hearing a sermon and you feel good, you holler, hoop and holler, and you're like, oh, girl, that was good. But like authentic word that pushes you, that challenges you, that speaks over your life, just that level of word. And because I have felt like I haven't gotten gotten that in a long time, I think I just was in a place. But anyway, I'll link some of their their. Um, their YouTubes below, listen to them and listen to them in a space where you can just really reverence, like just sit, go into your room, go into a room, go into a closet and just sit Indian style or stand up in a room where you can stand and listen and just, just start thanking God. I think we get so focused on what's happening around us. We don't have any gratitude for what we currently have. We don't have any gratitude for the things and the ways that God has kept us. And because of that, we are so consumed by what's happening around us or what people have said. Because there are things that I even had thought to myself was like, well, God, you know, I'm thinking about what this person's thinking of me, what this person's thinking of me. And it's like that distracts me from the place where I can give my control away to God because I'm trying to control a narrative in my mind about what somebody is thinking of me or saying about me that it becomes so overwhelming. You can't even focus on simple gratitude with the father. And so, um, you know, this podcast was to just remind you that it's one moment. It doesn't take five moments 
It may take five moments, but it can really take one to drink the word, to drink his goodness, to taste him and to know he's wonderful. Because again, and I said this before, many of us have such flawed views of God because of trauma, because of what we've been through and because of the circumstances that are around us, granted, are hard And so we question and say, Father, you're not here. Where are you? Why weren't you available? But the Bible says that there's nothing. I was literally reading in Romans today and it literally said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? This is Romans 8 and 35. Shall tribulation, that's circumstances, that stuff that's real hard, distress, persecution, people talking about you or famine. What we have experienced over the last four months, five months of famine, not being able to go to the grocery store and get all the stuff you need. Nakedness, being completely naked and unashamed, peril or sword. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Verse 36 says, it is as it is written for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. I take that is there is always something that's going to try to trip you up. There's always something that's going to try to take you out. There's always a a thought. There's always a circumstances or always a person. There's always going to be something. Sis, get it in your mind that there is not going to be one single thing that in this life is going to try to not trip you up. And then when you can get that in your mind, you will be, you will understand. And I'm learning that for myself, but literally it says for you, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We're always going to be infuriated with something that tries to come. But you have to know that those things are literally, they are so under Jesus. They are under his feet. They are so under who Christ was for us. And so when we get it in our mind that when those things fall to the wayside, because Christ's name alone is above all of those things, the Bible says Christ's name alone is above everything. And so going into verse 37, this is yet in these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel, nor principality, nor powers, or, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So no trauma, no person that has passed. And not to say that that is not a very hard situation to get through. It is, but even the distress from that, the feeling of I've lost my job and I don't know where my finances are going to come from having kids that I'm not sure what to do with being overwhelmed with work and my business being consumed with family and their needs that I don't even have the mental capacity for my own needs. All these things don't separate us from God. But it's easy mentally and worldly in a worldly perspective to associate because these things are happening that God's not near. And we just it's just time out for that. And I don't say that to say don't work through it because it's very important. You're always going to be working through it, but it is not the end of 
you being able to function with the father. And so when I thought that, I was like, well, father, why, why, why do we feel so consumed by the things that are around us? And literally what he was showing me was that you, oh, that was what I was going to say. I saw this quote from this girl and then I'm going to wrap up y'all because y'all know I'll talk. But I saw this quote from this girl who is an entrepreneur, but I I took the quote and I associated it with me because I know for me, there is sometimes where I'll overthink what someone went or not even what someone might think because I don't really care what some people, what people think in the sense of me. But I think I think in the sense of me myself stepping out to do the things I know I'm supposed to do, even when I don't have the blueprint, that it's going to look crazy. That's that's mostly what I'm like. This is not going to look put together pretty much sis. So what what she said was the first step is that you have to know you have to want it. You have to be open, which basically is give yourself permission that you want it and not be ashamed. And this is what I got. She says, because the world is designed to shame you. The world in front of us is designed to make us not get to where we want to be. It's designed to create every circumstance possible to not get to where we're supposed to be. And for my black people, y'all know this. This system was designed never for us. However, if you want it bad enough, if you want to get your healing bad enough, if you want to get whatever it is you're supposed to do bad enough, you have to be literally relentless and know not only that this world is designed to always try to make you fall. But with God, this world with God, everything is made for you possible. Everything is made possible for you. And so I was reading in Matthew, it literally said, Matthew 5 and 14 said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor shall the light, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see the good works and glorify your father in heaven. Our lives are designed to be light. We were created to shine. We were created to be loved and let that love shine. So if you don't feel it, sis, I get it. I understand Get into a place of surrender and literally just just get into a place of worship. And what that looks like is sitting somewhere quiet, maybe journaling it out. For those of you who have done my time with God challenge, literally remember what I said. Create the space, create the space for you and God. Find the same space where you can create it with him. If it's going on a walk and say, God, I surrender to whatever your plan is for me and genuinely mean it. Don't just say it and say it with the heart of like, I'm just saying this so that I can just kind of, you know, whatever, but be genuine in it and say, I surrender to what this looks like. I don't know and I don't get it. But father, if you meet me where I'm at, show me what I need to do. And that 
alone will be the open door to give God the space to let your light shine. In the previous verses in Matthew 11, 5, 11, it said, blessed are those blessed are those when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is the reward in heaven for for so they persecute the for, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. That's basically saying Jesus is saying, basically, be blessed and know that people going to talk about you. Period. Get over it. Move on. And that's why I even said with that girl's quote, this world is designed to shame you. This world is designed to say that because you've been through this, you are not able to do this. The world is designed to say that because you're 35, you can't go back to school for what you want to go back to school for. The world is designed to say because you're 32 and single that you're never going to get married and be able to have kids. Like bump that, sis. Okay, bump that. Is we don't serve a God of the impossible. I mean, of the of the might happen, could happen. We serve the God of the impossible. So please don't limit yourself and feel boggled down by what people in the world say, says, because they be lying. They don't even halfway know themselves. Okay. So I say this is an encouragement. I literally encourage you in the spirit, like take it from someone who has been dropped. As dry, I told my friends, as dry as the Sahara Desert is, is probably where my spirit was. And to drink a cup of God's presence alone revitalized me to speak this way to you. And that's not by chance because I'm not empowered in my own strength to do anything. It is only by Jesus. It is only by his love. Yes, therapy helped, but truly, if I'm being honest, all credit still goes back to God. Because I can't even say that that two-year experience could literally uh, sustain me forever. It is only by Christ that I am able to be sustained. So I love you. I exhort you in the spirit. I, 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 I pray that this message bless you because this was not what I had originally talked about. But just know as a testimony that you are able to do all things through him. All things. And you are loved immensely, immensely by him. Um, And we will talk soon. And I love you all. And we'll talk next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.